prefer respect to opinions and fear. I prefer need. You sent me to hell, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. <laughs> I, I'm a person from Earth. <laughs> the smartest dumb guys I've ever met. <laughs> Woo! I am, I am, woo! I am lightly toasted. You know, we, we, we've had a pretty good day today. Do we, do we want to get right into this? Or, uh, I'm going to be real honest. I just took my shoes off and I could smell my own feet. Oh my God! Yeah. That's, this is opinions and fear. Keep your feet to yourself. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I normally have. Pretty, Amen pretty from good. Twitch. You Twitch streamer. I, I normally have pretty good smelling feet. Adam Morgan from uh, Film F- Opinions and Beer. Film and Opinions, Film and, and, beer. opinions and Beer. Lock if you, the door by the way, guys, if you have not seen some of Adam's prior work, it's at least uh, worth looking what, into. Uh, whenever we like, get... It's, uh, it's very interesting. I, I feel like at uh, some point in October, in an, an October episode, because we're going to be hitting our... Um, I think our... F- eight, eight years? Ten years? Seven years, we're gonna be hitting a uh, like a, a some sort of anniversary for our uh, Lock the Doors three. I really want to do for Lock the Doors three. Has it been that long since we filmed? Oh that? yeah, like eight years now. Something. Jesus Christ, I feel like it was just <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> but I really want to do like a um, some sort of commentary episodes on like our past projects. And I kind of written them down. Like it'd be fun to have like. Oh, get, every, everything with me in it, I'm disgusted. I'm like, oh my god, stuff. I can't. And we just kind of like, kind of is. I kind of want to do it as if like we were doing like these old um, those commercial reacts we used to do, but instead we do like reacts to our own projects and kind of just like watch and skim through our 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 projects while like drinking beer and getting drunk and commenting on the scenes. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> there's some there's some things that we filmed that I'm like, I don't like, I don't ever want people to see it. Well, they won't see it. They'll hear it. They'll hear it. Okay. Okay. That's the great thing about podcasts. Yeah. Well, audio podcasts. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. some people skew the lines. What are you saying? Do, do people do visual podcasts sometimes? Some people skew the lines. Well, at that point, then it's not a podcast. It's a it's a VOD. Yeah, but you can download it as a podcast. Well, they're liars. I, think, <laughs> I, I mean, I honestly think that what we've been doing is the right way to go about it. Yes. I know I'm a little biased, but I mean, that's because we set out to do something and we're doing it. Right. And like, fuck if we don't (laughs) fucking do something right. Right? Right? But, uh, I do, I, Eamon's is sort of a, uh, was it an introvert, you could say? Um, no, uh, personally, I'm actually an omnivert. Okay. Which (laughs) probably sounds like... For you, you uh, out there at home, yes, I do eat meat, uh, and but you know, ve- vegan stuff has its health perks, and you gotta you gotta keep your eyes open to that but, as well. Health perks are convenient. But uh, uh, but Adam's always wanting me. I'm talking like the Rock, the third person. <laughs> but uh, Adam's always wanting to do uh, the Adam, uh, like uh, visual things for them. PR purposes and whatnot, and get uh, yeah, connections are, or whatever. Yeah, because uh, for some reason, I don't know what's wrong with you people, but you people seem to not. They need wa- visual. They do. They yeah, need they visualization. Yes, yeah, connect to be with able. the person and stuff like yeah. that. Weird things like that. Um, but I, I mean, mean, I guess I get that on a level. I mean, it doesn't. You know, on that level. It doesn't. It doesn't. Obviously, it doesn't hurt you. It just doesn't. I guess help. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, like no, you can no, still totally... grow. You can still grow. You can grow audio only. I mean, Amen. He's a visualist Twitch streamer right now. Yeah. Like, because I think a lot of Twitch streamers have like a, they do the camera thing and stuff like that. Yeah, they do the the camera and they have the whole setup. Uh, some people will do uh, like the full live podcast, uh, not podcast. But I mean, Amen's able to grow streams. I mean, you're able to grow though without the. Um, use of camera and that, stuff that's like that. that's I mean. true and but i will say this it is so hard to get like because i get into the these communities and we'll talk about things that we can do to help grow and if i bring up the fact that i'm not using a camera people will immediately turn on me and they'll be like they'll start bashing me and be yeah. like you why why are you doing this to yourself you are harming your own growth 
yeah. by not providing this type of content. And it's like, eh, well, you know, like I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> that just not comes... really my thing, though. You know, yeah. like like everybody's different. Everybody wants to present themselves in their own ways, and that's just yeah. You know, like I understand both aspects of that. So. If you guys, uh, I mean, if you want to see uh, the tip of my dick or my face, whatever, <laughs> you guys let me know. I'll, I'll, hey, where's a good place where they can find uh, us? Uh, you can find us on Facebook groups at Opinions and Beer. You can find Eamon on Eamon on Twitch. At, I think it's Eamon at Eamon on Twitch. Eamon at Twitch. <laughs> yeah, it's Eamon at Twitch on Facebook, and you can add him as a friend. You can follow him on Twitter. And you can follow him on Discord. Discord's a good place to follow him to see when he streams next. Um, agreed. Agreed. That's our big. Oh, uh, we do. We do. Uh, we do random stuff. At almost all the. Just Google. Google us. We're actually Googleable at at, the, at this yeah, point. No, we are you, If you type opinions, and a lot of times we'll pop up there. You know, yeah. sometimes it'll be like. Opinions and lemons, <laughs> but other times it's opinions and beer, if you and type it makes in, me feel proud. If so. you type in opinions and beer in Google, you will find us. A good, good a, a good example of it is uh, uh, like if you if you search uh, Amen or X Amen X, like some. <laughs> I'm just laughing at this, but it's like it usually brings up X Lemon X. Oh, I'm like, what? what the hell? How does that even come up? Oh my god. Yeah, so. uh, Lemon strikes again. So <laughs> today, today's beer of the day is a pretty fun-looking beer. Okay. We have the 24th Bishop Barrel. Uh, I believe they... I want to say they release these twice a year. Who's who's the brewery? But it might be once. Uh, uh, St. Arnold. Oh, my bad. St. Arnold's 24 Bishop Barrel. I think it's twice a year. I think Bishop Barrels are twice a year, and then the um, Divine Reserves are once a year. Is the number 24 significant, or is is that just just the the 24th Okay. The the 24th batch that they put forward. Usually, all the Bishop Barrels and Divine Reserves are uh, different. It's it's sort of it's it's basically like these like specialty um, experimental batches. Like they like each one might be. aged in a separate barrel some might be whiskey barrels some bourbon barrels you know whatnot the- i do not know that's and I, and some some of our listeners may not know as well so it's good that you're elaborating on it the uh, like uh, well like say bishop Bur- bishop barrel number 23 was a rye doppelbach aged in whistle pig rye whiskey barrels Ooh, really yes we don't have that one we have <laughs> bishop barrel number 24 all right Bishop Barrel number 24 is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels. So we actually got kind of like the... Um, well, we got the one um, that we probably would have grabbed either way. Yeah, right? more, we got one of the if more... If we had the choice, we probably would have picked this one. Yeah, we got one I of mean, the more mainstream flavors, it looks like. And, uh, I mean, to be honest, like it, it feel, I know that we drink a lot of bourbon barrel aged beers. Yeah. Um... But honest, but honestly, like I feel like that's the direction that a lot of the the more more modern craft beers have done to kick it up to the next level. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I mean, in a way, there's yet to be a single bourbon barrel aged beer that I'm not like in some way satisfied with. There's been like oh a few examples like with the hellfighter i want to say where it kind of like took away from the beer but that was only because we saw the example of both yeah you know but every everyone besides that i mean most of the ones that are aged in bourbon uh bourbon barrels genuine generally taste better than uh than most of the other beers yeah but I mean, I, it. I mean, yeah. it's all speculation. It's all speculation, it's all speculation. because <laughs> I haven't, I haven't had them uh, done in like gin barrels or whatever. Right. whatever I know, you know. And actually, you know, a lot of um, we probably we should probably start buying more of those um clown shoes because clown shoes they, they they age things in gin barrels and whiskey barrels all the time. Oh really? But they're just so expensive for the bottles. It's like, 
20 bucks or 14 bucks. Well, sure as fuck, don't get another clown, be- clown shoes can. That's yeah, yeah. I'm done. No, I, yeah. I don't even think I'll ever subject myself to that. <laughs> but, uh, but Bishop, Bishop Barrel number 24, here's their story. Um, they have right here Divine Reserve number 18. So that was, I think that was 2018's Divine Reserve. Or, yeah, or whatever. Tw- Divine Reserve number 18, an imperial stout with Belgian candy syrup, was an exercise in pushing the limits of our brewing abilities. And it w- and when it was complete, we succeeded in creating the biggest and boldest beer we had ever made. But after it was brewed, we knew we couldn't stop there. After aging for 19 months in Woodford Reserve bourbon barrels, Bishop Barrel number 24 is finally ready. And it is unbashedly opulent. Bishop Barrels number 24 tastes grandiose in all aspects from the notes of... Grandiose. Grandiose they're trying to say, in yeah. all aspects from the notes of rich figs, fresh vanilla, ripe strawberries, okay. toasted oak, and dark chocolate. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that a little bit slower so that we'll see. Rich say, figs. This is, this is what, listeners, this is what they are promoting in 24 that we're about to try. All right. So. Rich figs, fresh vanilla, figs. ripe... Vanilla. Ripe strawberries, strawberry, toasted oak, and dark chocolate. Oak and dark chocolate. To the way its dense, silky texture grips softly to the palate, yet even with such bold flavors, bold this beer words. is remarkably balanced and drinkable. Okay. Date brewed, October 31st, 2017. Date racked, January 10th, 2018. Date bottled, August 5th, 2019. Date, date drank, September 2019. <laughs> okay, so um, it is fourteen point seven percent in alcohol by volume, and it has an IBU of thirty four. So I want to reiterate uh, off the top of my head, um, they said fig, vanilla, oak, chocolate, and strawberry exactly. is what they're saying. And if all of those tastes come through then this is going to be a really good beer because those like those flavors mixed together so what we i want to say the grand crew that we tried yes a lot of those exact flavors came through yes. and that's why it was such a good one so it's we have the potential here for this to be a so, really good beer so essentially this is divine reserve number 18 aged in bourbon barrels and so, in Woodford bur- bourbon barrels. So we're kind of we're kind of drinking two beers in one. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Bishop Barrel, man, fourteen point seven percent alcohol. These these were actually. What'd you say? Fourteen point seven percent. Holy shit! What's one bottle? We're splitting. We're splitting it half a bottle. So that's I'm, seven. No, I'm just fourteen point seven. Let's go ahead and try this beer then. Yeah. Let's, uh, I'm actually super excited to be able to try it. It smells, dude. This is what I'm talking it about. It smells so good. Okay, but I, I know that that's the bourbon, the bourbon barrel. So I sipped it already, but, but I'm gonna let Eamon sip it. Okay. What did I tell you? Those flavors mixed together are such. I look. I. I can't give it I can't give it a 10. And the reason why is because the Grand Crew tastes almost identical. Am I wrong? Maybe a little. Fucking I I mean like look guys, this is this is a deal. I just tasted it and my immediate thought is 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10. I'm getting a lot of the strawberries and the aftertaste. All right, let's try and break it down cuz they added they, there's five different flavors here. I don't know what they figs all, taste like. They, guys, if you want to <laughs> make if you want to make a beer, figs taste amazing. Okay, they do. If you want to make a good beer, throw in vanilla, throw in strawberry, throw in oak, and then I guess put it in bourbon barrels. And that's the fucking <laughs> that's the guaranteed method of success, right? They also threw in figs on top of it. So, I'll, I'll God, it's so good. It is so good. The so aftertaste mad. lingers. It really does. And it tastes so delicious. It's funny because St. Arnold's mass-produced beers are so 70. And they, but their specialty beers 
are so good. <laughs> they really are. This is, I mean, it's like there's there's no comparison besides literally the uh, Grand Crew, which, guys, if you didn't catch the episode that we did, the St. Arnold's Grand Crew, the 25th anniversary of the Grand Crew, yeah. we gave it a 10. And it's because it was, I mean, one of the best beers that you've ever, we've ever tasted. And this one is fucking right on the same yeah. lines. Uh, and this was hard to get to. The, uh, the, the stores around us only received a case of this. They only got a, a case, and they actually, a lot, the store that I went to, they had a limit it to two. Well, they, they wanted to limit to one purchase, but they decided to do two, to, two bottles per purchase. So, um, God, it's so hard because it's like, I want to bash it. I want to say, because like I'm not picking up individual notes of vanilla. I'm not okay, picking the, the, up yeah, individual notes of strawberry. I'm not I'm picking. The in I'm not. Pick, I'm not getting individual notes of any of the things that they've said except for the bourbon barrel. Okay, that the bourbon barrel. I'm definitely tasting that, and a little bit of the oak. I'm getting bourbon barrel and strawberries, and maybe some chocolate. No, I'm tasting. I'm tasting more of like a ch- chocolate strawberry, but I'm not. I'm not familiar with. Um, I'm not getting any any vanilla, so no vanilla no. flavors are popping for me, and I'm not quite sure what figs taste like for me to give an accurate description of figs. Figs are like they're they're very they are sweet, but they're also uh, but they're not tart. It's a very uh, mild but but good fruit. And, like. Um, or whatever they're called, berry. And we've had quite a bit of oak-flavored beers, and I think the best oak-flavored beer we had, I can't remember what it was, but I, there was some... We made fun of it, too. We made fun of we, it. We did. We definitely made fun of it. But that but was probably was, the best really one good. where I actually tasted oak in it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of beers that promote oak, and that was the one beer I tasted oak in. Yeah. So... I'm I'm at because I don't know what figs taste like. I'm guess I'm basically at dude. Two I'm, of the I'm so pissed because this is one of the best beers I've ever tasted, but because of us like doing our podcast and going by the same standards, like I have to rate this whether I like it as much as I do or not. Let's rate this. I have to rate it on the same rating that we've done in the past and. We, I can't deny that St. Arnold's, even though they made a fucking phenomenal beer, they've done the one thing that fucking pisses me off, and that's that they made a beer that does not include the taste like that, that they're saying that it does. And it's, it makes me so mad. Well, I want to give them a 10. So, like maybe like, it's like you earned a 10, but then you shot yourself in the foot over... Over something stupid, like maybe if it's somewhere like in the gr- ingredients list, put in the. Gr- but if you can't taste it from when you drink it, please don't put it in your description. Yeah, exactly. It's like they try and like, like I get it. You're super proud of this beer, and you should be. This is a phenomenal beer, but it does not have the notes that you're describing. So we can't like, man, you can't lie to your consumers. That's just, that's it. Yeah, and I feel like we have a pretty good. At this point, we our palates are pretty good. We can we can taste certain flavors. We're tasting. I mean, I'm tasting some of the strawberries. That's what I'm saying. I don't get vanilla at all. But the vanilla is gone. Bourbon, the oak. I taste a bit of the strawberry and a very very like I I'm pretending like chocolate. Like I think I'm tasting the chocolate, but I'm not tasting. And the only reason why I know I'm tasting strawberries is because um, I had, at a restaurant, I had an Abita strawberry, mm-hmm. and I'm getting similar notes from that strawberry and that Abita to this one. Yeah. So I'm getting like some of those after hits of strawberry, so that's why I'm able to pick it out. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> I mean... Uh, but I've had we've had really good vanilla beers, I feel like, in the past. I've had a really good vanilla beer um, in the past, and um, I'm just... Just vanilla is just one of those flavors that a lot of people claim that are in their beers that just don't stick out as much as other beers do better. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, like it really, 
it makes me mad. Like, I, but dude, speaking on a previous episode, fourteen point seven percent. There was no alcohol after. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. See, I mean, that's a perfect example of the difference between. But but we also have to remember that St. Arnold's has, I mean, they have the power to be able to develop, you know, better than a lot of the okay, local yeah, breweries. Yeah. You know, they have the ability, they have the ability to craft a beer that tastes like this. You yeah. know, like like it's phenomenal. It's like <laughs> put, put this in a in a fucking can and give it to every single person, and they'll never drink Bud Light. Or any of these other <laughs> mass-produced beers, ever again. Right? Like the like this is the type of beer that like that makes me excited to be able to talk about it. Yeah. Like it's fucking it's awesome. I want to. It's one of those beers that you want to go up to the nearest person, you know, to you that that could be like five, and you're like, you need to drink this right now. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, because it's so good. Um, I'm giving us. I'm gonna give it a solid nine. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm on the same boat. I'm I'm at like a nine point six plus. <laughs> like I, like I want to give it a ten so bad, but the notes that it's depicting that it says are in there, are not are not there. Yeah, and it's very very similar to and in my personal opinion. And the grand crew that we just gave a ten. I think the biggest you know difference between, I think the biggest difference between grand crew and this one was that they had more of like cherry oats to it and stuff yes. like that. Yes. And but they but they well you could taste everything it said was in it. And what's great about the grand crew was that even though it said cherry notes, a lot of beers that have cherry notes in it, the cherry notes taste like weird cough syrup where the grand crew did not taste like cough no it syrup. didn't no they did they, they delivered perfect yeah. they, they delivered everything that i wanted and it said it said what it was and it tasted exactly like what it was and i tasted the vanilla in the grand crew we don't have to defend our damn reviews to you <laughs> <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> past no. reviews who, who, listeners yeah no no, no. I, I get it no. they do too no. but we just want to explain to you why <laughs> We're explaining well, it's because why it's such a it. it's such a love slash bitter process right now because it's like we want to promote you, Saint Arnold. Why? Why did you do this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I tell I tell you this though, fucking if you if you were to taste this beer. And some, like on the bottle, if it said "Go fucking slap your slap your mama," the whole slap, slap your grandma thing, you'd go do it immediately. Like it's it it tastes phenomenal. <laughs> right. right. Oh, Bishop, Bishop barrels, Bishop religious figures. Who would have thought that religious figures would be great for uh, marketing beer? So is that it? We're saying uh, a solid nine. Yeah, 9. I'm giving 6. a solid nine. You give it a um, nine point six. I want to talk about it so much more, but I know that there's there's more that we need to touch on. Well, not really. I I kind of got a church school coming up next. Church school. So how do we relate bishop barrel? What's the difference between a bishop barrel and a normal barrel? Is it just uh, kind of like because well, Saint, I think because Saint that's Arnold's their is yeah that's Arnold's that's their um, promote like uh, that type that of thing. thing. It's like a brand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. St. Arnold, and they have the Bishop Barrels, and they have the Icon Series, which kind of like their um, Canadian malts uh, that they use to make... Uh, well, they, they, stopped, they stopped doing the Icon Series, actually, uh, a couple of years ago, maybe. But um, What do you think is more affordable, the Grand Crew or this beer? Because that plays a big part in it, too. We, we you know what? Definitely this, need, we, need to bring, we need to start trying to bring affordability into... Uh, this beer might be more affordable than the Grand Crew. Really? But you can't... It's sold out. Yeah. So that's the thing. Which one's sold out? This one or yeah, the Yeah, this Crew? one's gone. Unless you buy it from the... You can, I, think, I, think, I think they currently still have some at the brewery itself. Because they just implemented um, take-home beer at the brewery. They installed like a, a a fridge and stuff, and they and uh, you can buy straight from the brewery. 
But uh, Grant, see, Grand Crew was running at about when it first re- when Grand Crew was first released, it was running at ten bucks. Okay. A beer, a bottle, ten bucks yeah. a bottle. And but they had like an abundance. They made an abundance of it, so like a lot of places still have it. This one comes from a very specific. Yeah, they, they even had it on draft for a while. I want to say this. They even say this. This Bishop Barrel is actually one of their Divine Reserves, aged in the barrel. So it's one of their beers, one of their limited beers, aged in a barrel. How big is that barrel? I guess. So so let me <laughs> let me read off the back because we haven't done that. Um, it's very similar to the online description, but it says with our Bishop's Barrel series, we experiment with pairing our L's with a variety of different barrels. Fruits or whatever else might strike our fancy. I don't know why they had a, such a strong comment there. We age these in our barrel room anywhere from a few months to well over a year. You can find more details at starnold.com, etc. So, uh, one of the things that I want to comment on is uh, I think that the, these may have been aged in the same exact barrels. Like... Am I right? Like the taste, the aftertaste of the bourbon barrels is so similar to the Grand Cru. Like I can't right. imagine that they used a different barrel. Well, I, I think it's just a um, they. I mean, how 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 different are bourbon barrels? And this the the, the thing with this one is they they use the particularly the Woodford Reserve bourbon barrel. So I don't know if a Woodford is a particular type of bourbon that they um that they aged these in. How do they spell fur? Hmm? Is it Wood, F- Wood F- Ford? Woodford. 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 Woodford Reserve. Uh, do, oh, okay, okay. And uh, that's the type of barrel they were. I don't know what they. Let me let me look, see what they aged the Grand Crew in. And we have internet right here at our technology. All <laughs> right, we need to touch on this. We're sitting there questioning right now. Grand Crew Twenty Five Saint Arnold. I mean, guys, like, if you if you haven't been able to tell right now, I mean, this this beer is such an intriguing beer that like we've we've already been about ten minutes in probably, and we're still discussing it because it, I mean, the taste is just it's oh, it's out of this world. It's great. The, the, the weird, uh, three classes in on the recipe period in our divine reserve series are oh. What is this again? This is an Imperial Stout. Asian barrels. Okay, this is... It says Texas Crap Brewed Ale. But whenever, no, you, no, no, whenever no. you read it off a second ago, Imperial. you definitely said that it was like a I stout. think I think the Grand Crew was 25% this beer. Because the Grand Crew was three beers. It was, a, it was 50% Belgian-style quadrupel. 25% Russian Imperial Stout and 25 English barley wine. On here, on the one of the description, we we brewed three classic St. Honor recipes that originally appeared in our Divine Reserve series or Bishop Barrel series, then laid them down the rest in bourbon barrels. After tasting every single barrel, a total of a 190, we sat down to create the final blend. Yeah. So they 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 they, t- they took their three strongest beers and then mixed them together, they, threw they, them in a yes. barrel. Yes. And one of them was this. You know, you know what that means, right? We have to get the other two now. I don't know which one they were. Yeah. We the Belgian it. style and the English barley wine. We'll have to try and find them. That's what that, basically, what they're saying is that they're not saying which ones it was. Yeah. But this is the Imperial <laughs> This style. is very obviously, yeah, like... Okay. Very obviously one of those. So that has to be, because this is actually Reserve 18 in barrels. So I bet you it's 18. I bet you Reserve 18 was the 25% Imperial Stout. Yeah. So now we got to find whatever their barley wine was and their Belgian-style quadrupel. <laughs> Go drink those. But they're so yeah, rare. You didn't, you didn't think you were going to get a fucking awesome journalism with your Opinions of Beer podcast <laughs> today, so, did you? But they're so rare well, beers. That's why we're here. To talk about that, um, uh, I want to touch on. Speaking of bishops and barrels, I do want to touch on. Um, I had a. I, I seen a guy the other day 
and I'm, I haven't seen him in a while. Okay. Is and, it a real guy? or? It's a, it's a real person. A real person. Okay. And uh, he came to talk to me. This is a real story. I, I know <laughs> is this, this a real story? Or are you this, making this no, up? No, I know this per- I know this person. Okay. And I, I'm not going to say any names because he probably he might listen. Because <laughs> it's not a real person. No, he might listen to the podcast. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, you out there that's uh, listening but, um, right now, this may or may not be about you. I noticed, I noticed he used to be really, really skinny, but I noticed he gained some weight. Okay. Well, you know, it happens. And I don't know. I, I, That's I, just a fluctuation of time and, and uh, you know, Popeye's chicken sandwiches. And he kind of was talking to me, and I'm like, hey, man, I thought you were going to uh, church school. <laughs> okay. This is this is getting so good so early on. All right, come on. I thought you were going to church, uh, like a, a school in church. Okay, uh, okay. So, so I, I just want to be clear on this. You saw somebody. That you hadn't seen in a while. A while, right? Yeah. And the first thing you said to this person was, Hey man, I thought you were going to church school? Because I was just... Because it's in, it's a different state. It's like in Alabama or something. Whoa. So oh, it was okay. weird seeing Okay, him. yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a different state. And he was like... <laughs> and he was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's he didn't want to tell me at first. He was kind of like, um, "It's, I, I, I got, I got kicked out," and I was like, "What? Kicked out? Kicked out of church school? Yeah." <laughs> well, I mean, I, it doesn't seem like, like, um, like, like I know a little bit about like BYU and stuff like that. Okay, some of the Mormon side of, of like church schools or whatever. And yeah, if you if you don't like abide by their rules, and some of their rules are pretty extensive, you know, like mm-hmm. you've got to do this or you've got to do that, and it's like it's things that like like you really wouldn't expect a college person to abide by, you right. know, because fucking college. Yeah, but you know, some people try and do that. Well, some people like like I think I want to say that like. Because one of their football people, like, smoked weed once. Like, they kicked them off the team, and they were, like, expelled from the school. And everyone that, like, was involved in that situation was expelled from the school. Like, they're very, very strict. Yeah. And (laughs) unforgiving. I know it sounds weird about a church, but, like, they're very, very strict when it comes to certain items like that. So, if you were to approach somebody, you know. Well, they're going to school to become... It's kind of a weird situation. The, I, the stories branch off. Okay, I, I know. Okay, but uh, the, I'm, I'm gonna branch off just a little bit. But um, uh, man, the they're kind of un, they they're very strict when it comes to people that are trying to become ministers or you know preschool ministers or something kind of, you know like ministers. Okay, they run churches. In fact, there's a local church that has a minister, and he didn't. I I, I guess he didn't go through the proper channels to become a church pastor. And his family is being threatened to be killed. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. It's hard to process everything because that's you just how... said. Because number one, like, I have a lot of friends who just straight up got, like, their, like, their pastor license online or whatever. And they can, like, legally marry people. Like, that was a thing for a while in my generation was people laughing about the fact that you could just go online and get, like, a... Uh, an ordained minister like license and yeah but that's a, marry, that's a, marry that's a, people and stuff like that's that that's that but i mean talking about like oh like having a, your own church and stuff like that and preaching and stuff because like there's a weird yeah i mean i'm sure you could do that but you're you just said that he's, he's like his family's life person, are being threatened i, I don't believe that literally literally down I the street don't, i don't believe that down the i believe that this guy is telling you a load of bullshit it's not and, and you actually hear about this because uh, it's funny because a, a whole different pastor that's in town, um, someone, because I, I know him and I know his, fa- well, I know him because I know his son, and he, to basically to get a job at a church, you have to get a letter. They 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 treat you like fucking old Babylon days where yeah. you have to get a letter from a previous church. Do, do you have to sign a letter of consent that says I have not sodomized anyone? No, no, I have not been sodomized by anyone and it's like a yes no but, maybe well, there, there because they'd always be checking the maybe box. There, there was there, a right? point there was a point in time where people were murdered 
for being Christians. Okay. 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 In and what, so, in what, okay. And Where so is this? In Babylon. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, a, as a way to get around that, there was like this weird thing where you had to basically to stop like spies from infiltrating your church and killing you and just seeing who's Christian. You had to get like a letter of recommendation saying, like these people say that you are a legit pastor and you are here to be preacher or whatever. Yeah. If you don't do that, then. You're you're not you're shit out of luck. You're not going to be running no church. Yeah, you're going to be murdered. And uh, no, but apparently a guy didn't do his schooling properly or whatever, and his family's being he gets he's getting threats because he he didn't go through the proper channels to become a pastor. In fact, I it was funny because I, I I know. <laughs> I mean, and that seems like a very easy but the, case to solve, though. It, I feel like maybe if I went to the other two churches in town, I'd be able to find the person that's threatening this guy's children's no, no, life. No, or it's something. different. I mean, it's, it's different area. I mean, it's different areas threatening them. It's like, it's like weird people. Oh, that you run think it. you think like Westboro? Is like, like yeah, it's like attacking them or whatever. Like, yeah, well, as an Westboro, example, like, it's not specifically Westboro, but like as an example yeah. for like our listeners, because not everybody's going to come from a, the right. Bible Belt. Like we, I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's like, just crazy. there's a lot of towns where there's there's not a fucking single church in their entire is that town. His, his church started at the high school gym, and now he has like this giant ass fucking church over here. Uh, near where you live, and now his family's being threatened because he didn't go through the proper channels. He went through just people donating to build his church, and like the people building okay. his church up. So I want to be very upfront. Uh, it is not me. Okay, it's not you. All right, there we go. <laughs> You're not doing it. Yeah. But it's just crazy. It's just crazy to hear that like this guy because he didn't go through the church, like the this, the proper schooling, and because he was like an ex-alcoholic. He's an ex-alcoholic, didn't go through the proper schooling. His fucking family's being threatened now because he has because he's a pastor of a church and he didn't. He's an alcoholic. <sighs> I think that's crazy. that's a lot to take in. Like I said, and uh, at, at the beginning of the story, I don't I like I don't know this person. I don't know the situation around it, so I can't like right. I can't comment but. about the credibility. I feel like the credibility isn't really there, but. I'll, I'll vouch on your word and say that as an from an objective position, obviously, unwanted persecution is not okay. Right. Like, like we're all in agreement there, right? Like, like if you're at home and you're listening to this, you're thinking that like your personal beliefs. If someone infringed upon that, not only infringed upon that, said that you couldn't do it, and if you did do it and you didn't do it in the way that they wanted. That uh, your family would be harmed. I don't think there's a single person that would be okay with that, correct? <laughs> like, like fuck them. Like, you don't even threaten me. If you threaten me, you're gonna be in pain. Like, you know, yeah. like I, I get, I totally understand that. Uh, maybe, maybe this guy doesn't because it's a Christian. So he's like, oh, I guess I can't. Uh, you know, <laughs> I can't do all. Yeah, that. I can't do anything but, back. You know, <laughs> they're just gonna threaten me, and you know, well. God Back. told me not to do anything to people threatening me. Backtracking. So. so my friend was going to church school. Okay. And I guess he, he, he was doing really well. I was seeing posts. He was like, he kept posting. He was doing really, really well at church school. And he was like trying to become a, um, essentially a, um, like a teenager pastor or whatever. He's like our age too. He's like 27 maybe. He's trying to become like a, a pastor though for like youth groups and stuff like that. Okay. And, um. But I guess he he says he said he was friends with his roommate, but apparently his roommate walked in on him, and he was whacking it to some porn. Oh no! In his dorm room, he was whacking it to some porn. Okay, so he said that his roommate was whacking it. No, he was racking it. He his, was whacking it. His roommate, his roommate walked roommate in on walked him. In. That had to have been. Was so that was awkward. Apparently, did his did his roommate send uh, <laughs> uh, like? Uh, his notification roommate. to the people threatening him. Or? His roommate towed on him for whacking at the porn. Okay. Okay. And well, then I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of. 
a situation he where... He was friends with him, too. I'm like, are, did he hate you? No, we were really cool. I don't know why he did it. So, so like... Uh, so so Kenneth is there and he's whacking it right. Kenneth Kenneth is whacking it to porn, <laughs> okay. and then you walk into Kenneth's room. Uh, I'm not sure why you do that, but you have a very Christian relationship with your. Friend. Well, no, it's a dorm room. So, it's college. Oh, it's a dorm room. A college. Okay, so you are, you're in the same room, and you, your Christian friend Kenneth decided to go ahead and start whacking it. Even though you were there. No, he, he okay. came in. Apparently, oh, okay, okay. I guess he was gone. He thought he had okay. some time to himself to whack it to some porn. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so which so which one came? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, so so the so the guys the uh, Kenneth is whacking it. Kenneth's friend comes in and says, "Hey, man, this isn't up to Christian standards." <laughs> what he did i didn't or he was so offended because kenneth was kenneth wasn't just whacking off he's whacking off uh to a picture of his friend's mom like because his friend his friend had a picture of him and his mom and his dad and they're really happy in the picture Mm, the mom looks pretty good in the picture too right so like so kenneth is whacking it to this picture over the friend's bed because it was right by the friend's bed, of course. You know, you keep the picture of your, you right. and your mom right by your bed. And then the friend walks in and he's like, No, Kenneth, what are you doing? You're whacking it to my mom. Quit whacking it, bro. Quit, quit whacking it to my mom, Kenneth. What are you doing? What are you doing? That's not... You're going to be a pastor, Kenneth. Oh, no. You can't do this. Look what happened to the Catholic Church. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean... Under that circumstance, I guess I can see the frustration um, that Kenneth friend, Kenneth's friend said and, and you know, like, acted upon. So, so I guess you, report, you said he reported him. He reported so. him to the elders. Okay. And so my friend... The elders. Was, right. was then brought into a room all right. with all these older gentlemen. Poor Kenneth was and brought had into to, this had room. to explain what he was watching and what he was doing and what all happened. Okay. So <laughs> he he told me that it was pretty fucking embarrassing. <laughs> he, he said that he felt pretty low. And it was pretty fucking weird and embarrassing for him to have to tell all these people what porn he was watching. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, so, what porn he was watching. So, so he had to go... Okay, okay. No, I'm still trying to process this. This is... I mean, it's not insane because of the circumstances of what he was trying to do, I guess. But, I mean, can we all agree that this is a this is weird? That, like... I feel like maybe that the fact that he had to describe it wasn't necessarily meant to be, like like, a shame thing or whatever... But I feel like maybe these like, no, I mean, maybe these church people were like, yeah, Kenneth, describe it, describe it for me, Kenneth. And so he had to tell him what porn he, the porn he watched, and he was masturbating. His friend walked in, and then he was discovered masturbating, and they kicked him out of the fucking school. Really, he got kicked, kicked out. out. He got Exiled. kicked out. I, don't I guess I guess money. it was. I don't know if it costs money to go to the school. I, I mean, it's basically probably, college. Yeah, dude. No, all of those so, yeah, all of those schools cost yeah. money. Um, so he lost out on that. And so, um, he, so he came back and he seems, I, I he came one too many times. <laughs> and, but now, now he's back to. <laughs> he's been that's a long time though, dude. He's been a long time there. Like years. Yeah, no, no. Like if he spent that much time and then years they kicked him out really for good. that, and he kicked him out, and then like he's back to just doing this old thing where he's like the the church band drummer at like one of these local churches. Really, he's just the drummer for the church band again. But he was he went to school because he you got to go to school to get the certification to become a pastor. He wants to be become a pastor. Yeah. Well, now he can't because. Because he, he had one one yeah. screw up or whatever, and they they like didn't it. agree with it. Yeah, I mean, like, and I don't know if it's like a competition I, thing. Okay, okay, I understand the drive for uh, the religious types to 
want, not just want, but require uh, the people in charge of their communities, especially people that step out into the into the daytime and say, like, I'm a pastor and I'm going to lead this, like, flock of people or whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and guide these people. I can see why they would want and I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong no, right. with them wanting so, a like secure line. So, especially in light with all the people who have fucked that up for them, right? Right. Am I right? And that's probably not the proper terminology but, but, to use <laughs> while I'm talking about Christian theory. But I'm just saying like like yeah, that's that's a huge so deal. You know, you would want that in your community as an elder or whatever. Basically, someone with enough self-control or someone can hide that they don't have any self-control. Yeah. But at the same time, like, man, here's the deal. As, like, if you're going to go to church, you know, some people some people do buy into this, like, the, the super religious, like, over... Uh, you know, like showbiz, authentic, you know, like ov- over the top, like religious stuff, like Catholics do. Like, yeah. look, I don't, I don't want to offend anyone, but like, let's be really honest here. Like, you know, like like Catholics are a little. It feels like you know maybe their showmanship is a little over the top. It's more of a traditional, long, long, long traditional style, right? Whereas, like, the more, whereas, like, the more modern uh, style of view of, like, uh, some of these religions seem a little bit more relatable. And I feel like in the long term, like, if these groups or religions are trying to get more people into it, that, you know, they're going to have to be relatable. Like, if they're not relatable... Then no one's gonna buy into what they're what they're selling, and I, I'm just I'm I'm viewing it from a third party perspective here. I'm I'm not religious. It's probably very obvious by the way I'm talking about this, but you know, like I I like positivity. I love positivity, and I want people to be positive. So like I'm okay with people you know uh, uh, deciding for themselves what they want to believe. So this aspect, like I. I totally get what they're where they're coming from here, but like if I'm being honest, from a sinner standpoint, from an outward perspective, I am going to be more inclined to listen to re- the religious ideology of someone that's masturbated once and got <laughs> caught by their roommate. Like I'm gonna listen more towards that guy who's like, but well, they, you know, it's weird that I got caught masturbating, <laughs> but you know, God is real, and you need to listen to yeah. it. I'd be like, you know what, I masturbate too, and that, you know, like that. <laughs> for some reason, your story has brought me closer but, to God. But he, okay, but and but, so for that, like I, I feel, threatened if he if he starts if he starts his own church, he gets life threatened. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 like, I get what you're saying. Like, like that is appalling. It's absolutely appalling. And I think that these church schools definitely need to be looking at the broader picture, right? Right. Like, I mean, uh, whenever I believed, like, in, like, Christian ideology, like, the end goal is to get as many... <laughs> it's It's like a... It's like a, a pyramid scheme of cells. Like, the end goal is to get as many souls into heaven as you can, right? So, like, so I feel like that these people are going to want to get as many souls as they can into heaven. Well, in order to do that, you need relatable people. Like, and, and the, fa- the fact that they discounted this guy, like, don't get me wrong, like, I understand where they're coming from, but, like, they also need to be more aware of sexuality in today's yeah. age and form. Like, 
If I knew what type like of this porn guy, it was. This guy didn't have sex with a bunch of people out of wedlock. I wish we knew he what type of bear it was. I wish we knew what type of porn it was. I told you. It was the friend's... <laughs> the picture of the friend's... <laughs> oh, yeah. <mom>. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean... What if it was like Would the type weird... of porn change what your if... mind though? Yes, because if it was like weird sadist like nail through penis porn or some <laughs> shit like that. You know, like weird like BDSM shit. Because he didn't that, tell like, me what it was. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, what, what if it was something you God. probably... You should have. I should have put my pod brain on. I should have put my <laughs> my pod my <laughs> podcast brain on and asked him what the fuck it was. <laughs> Guy, guy, if you're listening right <laughs> now, we're not we're not bringing your name into this, Kenneth, because we understand that you know this is probably a frustrating story. But we feel like potentially the porn that you were looking at may be the deciding factor in what <laughs> we say here. Because like me, I'm on board with you, dude. Like I think that like you should have every ability and be promoted by this church like because because you're a normal person normal people sin normal people need to be out there growing the community in a positive manner right yeah but dude if you were if you're watching some some <laughs> weird nail through penis porn like i can't back you i'm sorry hey I'm so- <laughs> hey that's that's just your opinion and that's fine, because all we've got here what are... Was the, what was the name of this beer? Opinions and Bishop Barrel, number Saint, 24. Saint, Bishop Barrel. Beer. St. <laughs> Arnold. Congratulations, guys. I hope you enjoyed our religious podcast. Have a good day. <laughs> opinions and beer. Pin, pin. Opinions and beer. Pin, pin. Opinions and beer. Yeah. Pin, pin. Opinions and beer. Yeah. Pin, pin. Opinions and beer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pen, pen, opinions and beer, yeah, yeah. Pen, pen, beer. Oh, opinions and beer. Ooh, ooh. Opinions, 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 beer, beer, beer. Oh, opinions and beer. Oh, yeah. Listening to opinions and beer. No, you love some opinions and beer. Yeah. Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Facebook too. This was Opinions and Beer. And we're coming back again. Opinions and Beer. Opinions and Beer. <laughs>